Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. The world can be a confusing place, man. What used to be a tic-tac-toe board became a pound sign and is now a hashtag. Sometimes it's hard to keep up. As everything turns and changes, often the less we understand. Some people can roll with this. Others can't. Think of it this way. One person sees a crosswalk and crosses the street. Another person sees a crosswalk and thinks about getting hit by a car. And why is everybody looking at me while I'm crossing the street? And where am I really going? And what is the point of it all? But you know what the crazy thing is? That type B person may also be the funniest person in the room. They're often the Pagliacci in the room, the funniest, most creative, and at the same time, most tortured person there. Just, we don't have to make a big stretch. Think pop culture, Robin Williams, Chris Farley, John Belushi, Mitch Hedberg, Uh, Freddie Prince, each were in their own way comedic geniuses. But all of them killed themselves, either directly or via an overdose. And of course, this is only a partial list of those who actually died. For the record, many haven't died. Uh, Drew Carey, David Letterman, Ellen DeGeneres, Patton Oswalt, Sarah Silverman, Conan O'Brien, Catherine Tate, uh, Woody Allen, just another partial list of very funny people that, at least according to online sources, regularly battle disorders that affect their daily happiness. I don't know them personally, but I, I kind of believe that that's the case. You know, this tells me something. It tells me that there's there's obviously a difference between being funny and being happy. Of all places, I wound up on the Cracked website. Remember Cracked magazines, kind of like Mad Magazine? Well, they have a website, and they had a piece on it called Robin Williams and Why Funny People Kill Themselves. It made a very relevant point here, I thought. It said, because Cracked is driven by an army of aspiring comedy writer freelancers, the message boards are full of a certain personality type. And this is what the writer said. He said, while I don't know what percentage of funny people suffer from depression, from a rough survey of the ones that I know and work with, I would say it's approximately all of them. So when I hear some naive soul say, wow, how could a wacky guy like that just kill himself? He was always joking around and having a great time. At this point, my only response is a a blank stare. Elite Daily, another website, expands on this. It notes that their humor came from a place of darkness in many cases. The comedians, for example, are often keyed into what's really going on in the world, which is a curse as much as it's a blessing because the world is a messed up place. You know, they're hypersensitive observers. They pay close attention. They're not blissfully ignorant, skipping about the Earth's surface adorned in rose-colored glasses. 
sometimes these individuals, just by nature, they see what the average person can't see or maybe doesn't care to see, which is why so many funny people are vulnerable to numbing themselves. For example, with substances, because there they can put a stop to the never-ending stream of thoughts and ideas. It also notes a very interesting concept, which I completely agree with. It's the concept of control via getting others to laugh. Control not being a feeling that many of these ones have probably ever felt or feel in basically any other setting. Think about it. When you're making fun of yourself, you're steering the ship. You're no longer at the hands of the high school bullies or the slew of ignorant co-workers because you started it. And this is especially true of, of comedic performers. They're allowing us to laugh at them in the most controlled setting possible, the stage. I, I can't help but think Chris Farley here. When he lands on and destroys a coffee table, is the fat guy in the little coat or takes your shirt off to audition for Chippendales, he is totally in control and is telling you to laugh at his weight. Psychologically, that's easier. That's different than a bully or a harsh person just laughing at your weight when you don't want them to. See, so many comedians and funny people will tell you that they grew up feeling hopelessly inadequate hideously ugly, even if they obviously weren't, meekly small and direly insignificant. Taking on the role of the class clown at school, that was the ultimate way for the incessantly bullied kid to potentially gain popularity. These deep-rooted insecurities are what provided them with a die-hard desire to keep that going the unrelenting ambition to be seen, respected, and accepted. And society will accept you for your flaws as long as you're funny. I believe this because I've lived this. <laughs> I've lived this my whole life. I was the fat kid and the short kid and the kid who talked funny. Laughter is not just the best medicine but it's also an amazing defense mechanism. Once you understand that, you can control way more than if you just sit there and take it. The Psychology of Humor website, that exists by the way, tells us how. It says defense mechanisms are unconsciously created as a way to make difficult situations more tolerable. They can also be considered a type of defense, meaning that they reduce the probability of an individual's mental health deteriorating. See, it's safe to say people use humor as a tool for enhancing their self-esteem, social acceptance, and providing a sense of control. Humor is also effective in diffusing tension and provides an outlet for aggression. And besides that, it's one of the most popular defense mechanisms that human beings use because you get applause, so to speak. You make somebody smile with your defense mechanism. 
So humor is not just entertainment. Humor has real cognitive, social, and even medicinal benefits. It's been proven that humor can reduce stress levels in some people by up to 68%. So that means that humor can have a positive impact on your health and well-being. But there's two problems here. Number one is you're using yourself as the butt of the joke. Which means anything that the smiles and the laughter and the applause does to your self-esteem is equaled by the fact that they are laughing at you and not necessarily with you. The other problem here is that the problems don't leave. Whatever it is inside just gets temporarily covered over by the smiles and the laughter and the applause. And eventually, like a soda can that's been shaken and shaken and shaken, at some point, inevitably, something's going to explode. My, my closing thought on this is simple. We can laugh at the jokes of funny people. That's what they want us to do. It's entertainment. But when you see any sign of pain, that person may need a friend way more than they need an audience. It, it's funny. I have this channel on one of the televisions in our house called Awesome 80s. You know, shocker, shocker. It's all about 80s music videos. Yeah, my son and I, sometimes at night, we like to watch this. Anyway, I thought of this episode after I'd seen, after many years, the video for Don't Worry, Be Happy. Remember that Bobby McFerrin song? Well, in that video, Robin Williams is in the video. And in one scene, you see Robin Williams start from a regular face to slowly smile until that smile literally covers the television. And I thought to myself, he's gone. That's really a rough thing because the world still needs big smiles like that. And we miss them when they leave us. And then it made me think, you know what? <laughs> it's not easy to not worry and be happy even if you were in the actual video for the song. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. This time around, we have for you a Refresher podcast, the Tears of a Clown playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash the Tears of a Clown. So here's our 10 songs. Track number one, I went with the English beat version because I really like it. The English beat, Tears of a Clown. Number two, Smile Like You Mean It by The Killers. Number three, the very, very awesome song called The Ghost in You by The Psychedelic Furs. Number four, from the album of the same name, it's Tears for Fears with The Hurting. Number five, Joy Division with Dead Souls. Number six, from Meat is Murder, the song is That Joke Isn't Funny Anymore, of course, by the band The Smiths. Number seven, Nine Inch Nails with Down In It. 
Number eight, the amazing cover version of the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction by Devo. Number nine, the band Cracker with Sick of Goodbyes. And finally, Bernadette Carroll with Laughing on the Outside. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash the Tears of a Clown. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our show. This is really exciting. New places are, are tuning in. Our demographic report shows that we now have brand new listeners in Durham, North Carolina. Welcome. Two places in Michigan, Schoolcraft, Michigan, and Belleville, Michigan. Thanks for listening. We've got Jamestown, New York, and we have Westerville, Ohio. Welcome, everyone, to Refresher. I hope you continue to listen and that you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. Hey, did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they actually improve your mood? That's a real thing. Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Now, they don't only just sell the containers, they also sell the plants. But their goal is for you to take your pet plant to go. Take it with you. It not only is an incredible icebreaker to talk to other people, but it's actually a healthy thing. Check out their website. It is leafy.com. It is L-E-A-F-V-E.com. The videos on that site explain it all. Great, great, great website. L-E-A-F-V-E, leafy.com. We also want to say hello to our friends at DesignCraft. They are at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out their unbelievable work. Again, their website is going to show you the work in no way that I could possibly describe it. Check it out at designcraft.com. It is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T dot com. I like to always close with this or something like it. This show simply would not exist without you. Uh, I started it, but you're finishing it. I truly, truly appreciate all of the support and all of the listenership. If you could do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. If you think they could use some companionship or listen to something positive, or they're into pop culture, or they're into psychology, this is the place for them. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be amazing. But I understand that not everybody can do that. These are financially challenging times, and you may not have the desire to do that, and that's okay. Just please feel free to listen and enjoy this show anytime that you want. I do also have to say, though, that we have a website. All of the books I've written, including celebrity interviews and all of the merch for this show, including very cool t-shirts and such, can be found at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor, and remember, 
There's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.